You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, the last of the episodes before we hit the big 100. And uh, this one's an experimental episode, okay? Because it's not that I have to pretend to be paranoid. I am diagnosed paranoid with CPTSD <laughs> by Stanford University, 2004. Don't mind sharing the info with you because some people are under the disillusion. I've never been fucking diagnosed. Well, I have. And uh, I understand how scary it can be trying to find the help. So I uh, had time to get stoned and sit back and come up with this idea. Because that's what your MDGED guy motherfucker does. And I decided to go ahead and uh, call the 13 worst states for mental health in the United States and call the warm line. And uh, I haven't done it in about seven months. I came up with the idea about seven months ago, and I haven't done it since then. And I can't tell you, like, what city it's in, but I can tell you what state it's in. And I can't release a name, but I will give you the honest truth. And when I did call before, some of these motherfuckers, motherfuckers being warm line motherfuckers, were pretty honest and totally told the truth about how shitty the state's individual mental health system was. So I came up with this idea, C2 thought it was brilliant. (laughs) So I'm finally going to release it, and I thought it was just like an awesome experimental idea. I haven't necessarily heard anybody else do it. And it is kind of a prank call, but it's not a prank call. It's a realistic prank call. Because in a way, I'm lying. Wow, I think I just saw a Sasquatch. Holy shit. Anyway, uh... I'm not lying about the release of how shitty the information is. I'm just lying about if I'm moving there or whatever, you know. You get the fucking idea. So anyway, hold on. I'm smoking more seven stars. That shit's pretty fucking dope. (laughs) Welcome to the warm line episode And let's get the honest review out there If we can Alright God It's pretty good shit Alright dudes Let's get this fucking experiment on the fucking road First is uh in Alaska. Like I said, I can't tell you what city it's in, but I'm going to call these motherfuckers. And uh, sometimes they go directly to some fucking more united, you know, suicide hotline shit. I'm not trying to talk to those guys. And you'll know it when I hit it. So, hold on. Um, 
I am uh, moving into Alaska there, and I'm dealing with mental health services. Um, and I'm kind of par- I'm already diagnosed with paranoia. And I'm one of the things I was paranoid about was that I've heard such bad reviews about the mental health service in Alaska. And I mean, is that true? Is that like that? It's not good, huh? I mean, it, it's marked like the bottom thirteen in the country, and it makes me a little paranoid about it. You know, is that is that is that normal? Well, I just don't want to get mistreated or not uh, seen correctly because the mental health service is marked so badly in in the state. You know, I think it also depends on uh, where you go, where you're, what city you're going to be in. Well, would you say Alaska in general is like not that great for mental health? Is that true? The darkness of the system? No, um, with the days and stuff, with it being dark. Oh, you're speaking like literally, like, like, because, oh, because of weather, seasonal effective stuff? Yeah. I guess I'm not used to that either, but I guess just in general, I've heard kind of bad stories like float around about, uh, like, you know, what my HMO would be like or. You know, they would be uh, not. Is there a chance I got? I would have like trouble. Do a lot of mental health people that are patients have trouble with doctors and the system there? Or? To be honest, I haven't heard anything bad. You haven't heard nothing bad. Well, that's good <clears throat> because you know. You know, it's a big move to to go to a totally different part of the world like Alaska, right? Can I mean? Do you know what city you're going to be going to? Uh, not necessarily. I got a. I'm like gonna making a movie, and it's gonna take like four years to make. I got to deal with my whatever services I have to get because I'm mentally ill making this movie. You know what I mean? And I'm going to have to, like, get pursue my services wherever that is. So I don't necessarily know. It could be any. It could be anywhere, like, in the, in the cities. They call some places, um, there isn't um, medical care, stuff like that. Right. Well, I would have to be somewhere with medical care, obviously, so... That part I got covered, but I appreciate your time, okay? And uh, you did make me feel a little better. You know, you don't sound like it's something that I need to be concerned about, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have different experiences and stuff like that. But me, myself, I haven't heard anything bad. That's good. Well, I feel better already. I appreciate it, okay? Thank you. All right. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
So, you know, whatever. We'll see what the next one is. Because I'm going to call one more in the state of Alaska. Maybe not. Okay, next is Oregon. Let's go to Oregon. Well, what I figure is Oregon doesn't even have a warm line. Let's see if they do have a warm line. No, that's only the NAMI one. Alright, nope, Oregon's not even on there, so we'll go to the next one, is Nevada. <laughs> and it's that simple. And if they don't have one, then we go on to the next one. Does Nevada have one? Alright, they got one. Let's try it out. I'll try it a different way this time. <clears throat> Thank you for calling NAMI Western Nevada CARES Warm Line. If you would like to speak to someone on the warm line, Please dial one. If you would like to speak to somebody in Spanish, please dial two. If you're returning the call, Appreciate your time. Thank you. Alright, we're just going to go to the next one. That's how I'm going to keep it fucking rolling. That was the one Nevada fucking line. Idaho are the next fucking motherfuckers on the list that just suck. Apparently just awful. And of course... Idaho does have no, has no warm line. So we go to Montana. Which I don't think we have that either. 
Next is Utah. <sighs> okay, here's a warm line in Utah. Let's get it. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Utah Warm Line, operated by University of Utah Health. <laughs> this line is for residents of Utah only. If you are a Utah resident, please press 1. Otherwise, please contact your state's local resources or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800. Thank you for calling the Utah Warm Line, operated by University of Utah Health. Your call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. I'm uh, diagnosed with paranoia and with CPTSD, and I'm not I'm not in Utah yet, but I'm going to be, and I need to transfer my services there. Okay, and that's why I need to talk to someone because part of what I'm paranoid about at at the moment, um, which is probably harmless, but I've heard a lot of bad reviews about mental health in Utah and coming in at the bottom uh, 10 in the country. And I, it makes me a little bit upset because I've had a hard time before in the mental health system and I really don't want to have to go through that again. And I was hoping to get an honest opinion about the mental health system there if I shouldn't even bother is it that bad you know as it is it as bad as some of the reviews I've read or well in the last couple of years it's gone quite downhill um but um do you have insurance I do um but before I even you know I don't regardless of if I have insurance I don't want to like go into something that I'm going to be mistreated in and I think that's the primary the reason I ask you that, you that is because it makes the difference on who I can talk to you mean it depends on it, yeah who you talk to and then what kind of services you're going to get because here in Utah I'm, I'm quite knowledgeable about this because I was actually on the board of directors of Valley Mental Health for over 20 years and I represented 20,000 people here in Utah that were mentally ill so I know a little bit about the program here. Um, That's fair. So, say ten years ago, the programs we had here were fantastic. But and we had contracts with Medicaid and Medicare to help provide services that were above and beyond the norm. They were fantastic. They had hospitalizations. They had day treatment. They had outpatient therapy. They had residential homes. They had assisted living homes, they had housing, and then we had a change in the leadership of Valley Mental Health. They had a, Valley Mental Health had about 2,000 employees here in, in Utah, and they had a, a, a change in the leadership of the CEO, and uh, she, it was a she, and she screwed it up because she didn't get the bid for the Medicaid and Medicare um, um, services that helped us get all these programs and keep going. So, uh, uh, 
um, a service called Optum took over and immediately let go like 800 people from medic from uh, the services that we were offering. At that point, everything went haywire. Um, most of the day treatment programs got canceled. Uh, a lot of the residential homes are no longer there. Um, it's hard to get a good therapist in the system now, um, unless you have insurance. That's why I asked you if you had insurance. If you have insurance, then there's a good possibility that you can get a good therapist, good psychiatrist, good therapist, good medication. You know, if you have insurance, it'll pay for your meds. Um, you'll have outpatient therapies. We do have uh, good hospitalizations. So, uh, several hosp several hospitals here in the valley, Salt Lake City Valley, that are very good psychiatric hospitals. Dealing with PTSD and. Oh yeah, everything has to do with mental illness. You know, I, I've been dealing with this situation where uh, I am non-military and non-ex-narcotic PTSD with CPTSD, and I found myself at the bottom of the barrel, you know, trying to get the help. Seems like these guys get help first with that kind of brand of PTSD, and then I just get, like, kind of left with the bag of shit, if you don't mind me saying it like that. No, that's okay. I understand. That's very true. It's like the people that are on Medicaid and Medicare and the military seem to get free services most of the time. Or they get, yeah, you're right, they get, you know, more attention for PTSD thinking, you know, they were at war and they had this happen, this happen. Right? Yeah. And if you've got your own personal PTSD, it's like, Comes in second place, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you had a, yeah, you had a bad childhood, but most everybody else did too. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Is that, is that your opinion of it too? Uh, yeah, it's been nothing short of uh, nightmarish and awful for. Me. So how old are you, Adam? <laughs> I'll be forty-nine this year. Sorry, you had to go through all that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that we have here in Utah to offer you. No, that's it, though. You know, it's cool. I just wanted to know. I just wanted an honest review. You know, you were pretty honest about it. I think you're about as honest as you can get. You know, so thank you for that. Yeah. Anything else I can help you with today? Nah, just have a good day. Okay. Thank you, Adam. All right. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Ugh, the truth of the matters. All right, next up is Indiana. Let's see where the fuck that is. That was a pretty heavy one, huh? <laughs> I've told that story a lot in my fucking industry run.
Indiana. We got an IN. Keys National Warm Line. All right. We'll see. Let's find out. Let's find out there. Hello, and thank you for calling the Key Consumer Organization Warm Line. The Warm Line is now closed. Oh. The Key Consumer Organization Warm Line operates from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you are in a crisis and need to speak with someone immediately, please press 1 now or call 1-800-273-8255. Well, let's see. We'll just... You have reached the national. Nope. All right, next. Tennessee. Tennessee up next. All right. Tennessee crisis line. Tennessee's got a couple of them, man. Contact ministries. Hmm. Well, let's try the non-crisis shit fucking line first, all right? Let's see how that goes, huh? May not be 24 hours, so I guess we'll find out, huh? Hi. We're sorry we're not able to take you call right now. The care line is open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. most of May have missed it today. Well, I guess we'll have to fucking try it anyway. This is the contact ministry one. I'll try that, motherfucker. Hello, you've reached contact 211, but our office is currently closed. If this is an emergency, please hang up and dial Thank you for calling. Uh, this is Ben Harrington, but I'm also taking calls for uh, the Mental Health Association of East Tennessee, as we're still closed uh, due to the uh, COVID virus. So please leave a message for either the Mental Health Association or Ben Harrington uh, at the phone. Thank you. Sorry, that mailbox is full. Oh, God. Call again later. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, Missouri's fucking next. All right, I think it's MO. That's what a uh, Missouri is. M O M O M O O O. 
Thank you for calling the NAMI warm line. Please hold while I transfer your call. Thank you for calling. The NAMI Missouri warm line and helpline are open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. The NAMI nationwide helpline is available by calling 1-800-950-6264 Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. You can also text NAMI, that's N-A-M-I, to 741741 anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for confidential, crisis-free counseling. Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. <laughs> yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> All right. Next, we're going to try another one. We're going to try a different one there. Because there's a few of them. Empowerment Center Friendship Line. Let's see if that's open. Because you know. Hello, you've reached the St. Louis Empowerment Center Friendship Line. This line is no longer answered due to budget cuts for the state of Missouri. If this is an emergency or you need to talk to someone, please call Behavioral Health Response at 1-800-811-4760. Thank you. That's fucking sad. Hello, you've reached the St. Louis Empowerment Center Friendship Line. This line is no longer answered due to budget cuts for the state of Missouri. If this is an emergency or you need to talk to someone, please call Behavioral Health Response at 1-800-811-4760. Thank you. It's even sadder the second time around. You said Nevada warm line? Yeah. Uh, look, I uh, am in a nut, uh, an undisclosed state or whatever. I'm thinking about moving to Nevada. You know, I've been mistreated mm -hmm. into the mental health system. Cut through the shit. If you don't mind me cussing, I cuss a lot. That's okay. Um, I uh, uh, have been fucked over a lot by the mental health system. Come from a pretty abusive background, but I seem to be at the bottom of the barrel with, you know, PTSD help because I am non-military and I'm not, I've never done drugs and I don't have a history with narcotics or like drinking like that. I have been a bad drunk, but I was never addicted. And when I stopped, I didn't, mm -hmm. ha I didn't have a problem with it. So that kind of puts me at the bottom of the barrel yeah. to get the help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to get fucked over. And I heard that Nevada's just on the top 13 shittiest states in the fucking country for getting mental health. Oh, like you're saying bad? 
Yeah, like, yeah, like it's yeah. shitty. Yeah. Yeah, my sister is a nurse anesthetist in Jersey, and she said that um, they were her ex, now ex husband, were thinking about moving to Nevada. He's an anesthesiologist, but she said that they have the worst doctors in the city of Nevada. And I live in Nevada, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. I mean. I mean, I used to live in Arizona, and yes, I do think that they were better in Arizona, and I lived in California, and they were much better in California, but, um, but I think that, um, I think that they're, they're okay in Vegas, or not Vegas, but I don't live in Vegas, I live in state line, but they're okay in Nevada, so, I, you know, it's one of those things where you might want to think about that, that is something to think about. Uh, because it would be better in Vegas than state line. Is that what you mean? Uh, oh, it would be better in Vegas than state line. State line is right by uh, South Lake Tahoe. It's a small, it's not, it's just half an hour from Carson City, which is the capital. But, um, but I mean, we live, I mean, I have, I have adequate doctors. I like, they're good doctors. If I didn't know, of the Arizona doctors or the California doctors, I wouldn't think that Nevada doctors were bad. And if I didn't know what my sister said, I would think that Nevada doctors were good. But it's something that definitely you should consider. Um, they do have a great, um, I was uh, forcibly put into a mental institution in both California and Arizona. Oh man. In Nevada, they don't, they don't force you to do that. So if you have mental health issues and you call, like you can call us for the warm line. If you're ever in crisis or you're thinking about suicide, I can get you over to a crisis line. But what most of that's going to happen is that, is that a police officer would come and then do something called the most team will come and they'll talk to you and then they'll, they're not going to force you into an ambulance and take you to a hospital. So that's what I like about Nevada. But um, so I... I particularly like that. So overall, I would say I like Nevada better um, because there was a time when I had to go into the hospital, but I chose to this time. And because I chose to, that's when I had recovery from my mental health problems. So it's um, something that you have the choice in Nevada is really great. So um, if you're considering moving somewhere, that would be great. Like if you ever get in a Price of state or something, but anyways, where, where are you from? Right now, I'm in a, I'm a, I'm pretty much in an undisclosed location on the West Coast, okay. you know. Okay. Yeah. And I'm making a, a cartoon. I'm a cartoonist, and uh, okay. I also make a podcast, you know. And I'm okay. like trying to help out people. Uh who have PTSD and uh, there's not that necessarily a platform for them, especially if they're punk rockers like me and they yeah. kind of see right through the bullshit, you know, and they don't really fuck around. You know, these guys, you know, and some of them are uh, more hardcore than others. You know, the CIA tried to put a label on, on people like me and create this, douchebag called the QAnon shaman if you don't know that fucking water buffalo hat wearing dick and uh they had him break into the he was part of the rampage that broke into the the Washington you know 
uh, it was like during the riot, during the Washington thing, you know. The Capitol. Yep, the Capitol takeover. Yeah. You know the guy, he's got ink all over him, you know, and he's got the... I didn't hear that guy. But, you know, he's got this water buffalo hat on. He looks like fucking Fred Flintstone, right? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. But, uh, you okay. know, uh, but he, uh, they call him the QAnon shaman, but the reason the CIA, you know, they set up that whole thing, you know, first of all, and then the QAnon shaman is this character that they create to kind of make people like me who actually do, I don't really call myself a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy realist, but if you ask me some of the shit that I believe or that I would take into consideration, belief is a hard word, you know, but it's the reality I would take into consideration. That's what I would say more. And, you know, without forcing shit onto people, and you know, yeah. maybe consider this reality. And if people would just say it like that, instead of being like, this is what happened. This is how it did happen. And and I'm going to cut you out of my life because you're a Trump supporter and blah, blah. You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. I can't, you know, that the words I can't breathe start going deeper than, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you you can't breathe. You know, it's like, I can't fucking breathe, you know, I I got, you know, no help in that sense, and uh, I got to create and be my own doctor, and then I got to be a doctor for a bunch of other people that really don't know me, and, you know, I got to pretend to be this thing, because there's nothing else there. Yeah. You have to create it, right? Oh yeah, it's Adam. Adam. Oh yeah. It's, uh, um, so Adam, so okay, I can talk to you for like half an hour today because we're from our out our funding doesn't allow us to take out of state callers. So basically since their first time calling, I can talk to you for a half an hour. But then like afterwards, um you you're gonna have to call another one line. So I just wanna know um, actually, well, you don't have to tell me what state if you don't want to, because I can, I can look up um, some warm lines that uh, take out-of-state callers. But before we keep going into this conversation, I just want to make sure. Do you have a pen and paper so I can give you some phone numbers? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, okay. If you gave me a half hour, I, I don't think I'm going to need to talk any more than that. You know what I mean? I think I'm yeah. already. I think I just. You sound normal. You sound like a good person that's being honest and not trying to dance around the crunchberry bush. And, you know, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, thank you. But I just, I do want to make sure that I don't, we can talk for half an hour, but I do want to make sure just in case, I, I want you to have a couple of numbers so that you can call it. The warm lines, too. Okay, yeah, uh, can you just give them to me at the end of the call? I will, okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, so you're set, your sister is a, she's a, she works in the industry in New Jersey, you said? Or did I misunderstand yeah, that? Yeah, she's a nurse anesthetist. A nurse anesthetist is like an anesthesiologist, but she doesn't have her doctor's degree. But she does the same thing an anesthesiologist does. And then... Her, her, her ex-husband is an anesthesiologist. 
Um, she's seen a lot of stuff, apparently, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Stories are incredible. Um, well, I can't give my number for you guys to, uh, like, if I, can I give you the name of the podcast and you can yeah. look it up? Oh, yeah, yeah, can you, you can say the name of your podcast. It's a Underground Cartoon Therapy. Okay. And uh, if you guys, uh, uh, you know, you and your sister both are separately, whatever, there's always room for more shows. But I just keep going okay. more experimental. And, um, you know, one of the things I learned, because I got hurt in the mental health industry and I didn't have proper mental health advocacy, is to do the same thing that the industry does. You know, this call may be recorded for, you know, da-da-da-da, and improvement, and to make sure our employees act like the right robots that we want them to fucking be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so on that end, it's just... I decided to, you know, this. I'm a punk rocker, you know? I will mm-hmm. fucking throw shit back in your face. I'm an old motherfucker by now, too, you know. I mean, you know, I'm 40 fucking 9 this year. I mean, oh, that's not old. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's up there. There's no excuses, you know, by this point. That's for sure. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. Um, and I, I want to be like this delinquent kid, you know, or just something that Doug Kenny wrote back in the 70s on National Lampoon, like Animal House or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more my character. But, you know, you can't necessarily get away with that shit these days. And So if I make the podcast, I can get away with it, right? Yeah, and, true. And uh, I can get away with a bunch of crap that I can't necessarily get away with. But, you know, it's just, a, you know, even if I got like a few people listening, that's awesome for me. And, yeah. you know... That's one thing I haven't found in the mental health industry is that I could fucking uh, um, not get uh, listened to the way that I I I want I needed to be listened to, you know. And um, that's been a difficult thing, frustrating. You see a lot of people getting mad because they're not getting listened to. But they're not listening to anybody else either. Yeah. It kind of turns into some Mario Brothers bullshit. You know, you hit the turtle shell and it fucking knuckles up or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, that's what I feel like. It's a, you know, kind of not nice time period, you know, but... uh I'm definitely into DIY and trying to uh, make something new and pioneer something new for uh, people. I don't agree with a lot of self-righteous community stances. I agree with communities that allow you to breathe. Yeah. That's understandable. I would like to use it. I don't know what's going on in your own life like that, but if it's anything like mine, I'm I'm sorry that it's been so difficult to 
to uh, attain to that, you know? Well, I'm actually in recovery. I'm doing great now. Um, for a long time, you know, I was um, hard to stay on the medication, but it's been it's been about five years, so and I'm been on medication, so I'm doing better. Um, what about you? Are you on medication, or have you have you handled it? I was on meds. But then I was uh, drinking, and I was on Seroquel, but I was drinking, and so I quit both at once, and I just found the malfeasus of the of the pills, and uh, you know, so it I was on the shit for eight, eight about eight years and two months, and then it took me two years and eight months to clean off of it. Yeah. It fucked my head up so much, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard that Seroquel isn't really one of the best ones to be on, um, but, um, uh, What are you doing? I mean, um, I, I actually just do, um, uh, Xanax and Alexa. It's an antidepressant. And then Xanax is, uh, Xanax is something that I want to get off of because we're thinking about having kids. So, um, but then I have to get off of Alexa. Like, we're on the fence, me and my fiance, about having kids. So, um, and um, it turns out I was a schizophrenic, um, but it was due to the fact that I was taking Adderall. Yeah. So I do not do Adderall anymore. That will, that will screw you up. And, um, and I'm not on an antipsychotic, but I used to be on antipsychotics. So that's why I know about Seroquel. I took Seroquel for a while, but. I'm sorry that uh, I, you know, is that going to be? You think that's a difficult thing to get off Xanax? You know, with the with the oh, amount Xanax? that you took, yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why we're kind of on the fence. And not to mention, I don't know if I would have postpartum, and I'm uh, I'm actually 38, so I'm older in years, and so I'm not. I just don't know about. I just don't want to ruin my body. You know, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a happy mom if I if my body was burned. I can be. I can selfish like that. I can be honest. I I would rather. And I've never really dreamt about having a, a baby. Um, I love babies and stuff, but I've never really dreamt about about that. And I would rather just be happy with me and my fiance and getting married and just. And he's okay with that too. So that's. Because he knows that I was diagnosed with all these things, so I was on all these medications, and I just, I want to, I would want to have the perfect baby, so, yeah, that's, those are all reasons why. <laughs> are you on disability? No, I'm not. I'm not, I, um, I didn't win my disability case, um, uh, for many reasons, but, um, but this is my, I, I didn't work for a long time, though, but, um, but I'm working, this is my... Job. It's not like a volunteer thing. Um, and I don't have to work. My fiance has quite a amount of money, but um, I wanted to work. And okay. I knew if I filed for SSI again, because we're going to get married soon, so then it would just 
with hip income, it wouldn't work out. So, um, but I kind of put on like the state um, health care until we get married. So, um, do you? Uh, so your husband's cool with it. Do you like? Can you guys? Uh, you guys thought about like adopting a kid? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something to um, consider, but we love traveling so much, um, and um, I would, I actually, I have always wanted to adopt, so yeah, that's something definitely, I think that, I think that we might end up doing, um, I would just be, I would just be worried that the, that the kid might be, um, like, um, I don't know, like, um, I don't know, but I, mean, I guess it doesn't, it worries me that the kid would have so many problems that they would be problematic, or, like, one of my biggest fears, actually, is, like, for, like, if the kid, like, killed us, you know, you hear about... Oh, God. In the news. So, so I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like, it's not crazy. I, I've heard that before. What it, it's kind of a syndrome, right? To yeah. to feel that way. Here. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think here's what I feel. You know, you're going to get that option at that point. You and if you and your husband chose to do that, you know, I'd say that mm-hmm. that he or she or they, whoever that kid ends up being, you know, that they're going to be one of the luckiest people in the world. Because you guys sound just like a little wonderful couple, and yeah, you know, and I thank you too, you know, and uh, yeah, that's sweet. You sound sweet, <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate you being honest with me about junk, and uh, you know, because yeah. you know there is a fear about going into mental health, and um, and it's honest and. And I don't know how many people you got called in like this, but, you know, I do, I've been doing like this thing for a year, excuse me, and um, have done like a, I'm out, probably about a hundred episodes. But, um, you know, it's really just for a punk, punk rock kind of underground art community that is suffering with it, that really there is no existent help. So I just kind of became that doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's a culture, you know. It's a culture in America, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of overlooked. But you got like these kids still buying punk rock handbags, and they want to dress the dress the look. But the culture does need to exist, you know. It's not just the look, right? Yeah. And it's this yeah, existence. Exactly. It's an existence, you know, and it's like this thing that really did spawn out control with a bunch of parents who just thought they could get away with doing whatever they wanted to their kid, abandoning them, doing whatever, drugs, just the history of America, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for me, it was very dark. It was a very dark thing. But because, you know, I never shot up dope and uh, I've never been military, that leaves me out. And, uh, so what is, your, what is your goal with this conversation? Because um, we have about 
It's not, you know, I think we've covered, you think that we covered it all? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think we've had a good conversation. And, uh, but if there's anything <coughs> to you or is weed legal in Nevada? What? Is weed legal in Nevada? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you 420 or what? No. You can't? Oh, I eat too much when I, I can't do it. You eat too much? Oh, I, Oh. If I, if I didn't eat. There's if, something in me. The, the minute I have weed, I, I can eat a whole bag of chips and a uh, whole pizza. Woo! I can relate on some level, you know that? But I'm a big guy. Yes. And yes, you, guys can get away with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But if you did smoke, what would you smoke? What, sativa or indica? I, I'm not, I don't know that I can you don't know that much about it. Do you like being energized, or do you like being sleepy on it? Energized, but they all make me sleepy, and they all make me feel like I wish that I didn't take it. <laughs> well, I will leave you on that note, and I want to thank you and just uh, for letting me know that I, uh, what this mental health system actually is like in in Nevada. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, you, That's about it. You want, I just want to make sure that you have a couple of numbers. Do you have a pen? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Let's get them. Okay. So this, this country sure got problems. Corruption, crime, and drugs. And though we try to fix the world, the world just hates our guts. But for all our woes and troubles, I still love the U.S. Cause compared to the rest of the world, America sucks less. They call us all polluters. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you heard it, guys. 13 of the fucking worst fucking states, and we got to talk to a few real people out there. I know the sound kind of sucked on it. But I think you got the message, man. And it really fucking does suck to fucking try to get help in this fucking country, but I guess it does suck less to try to get fucking help here than it does other other places. Whatever. <laughs> this song's meant to be satirical, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. Underground cartoon therapy shows, even. That was pretty fucked up, bros. <laughs> I gotta get some fucking food on. <laughs> well, here's the end of the warm life. <laughs> fucking episode, motherfucker. And, uh, Our economy is we're about to fucking close it out. Coming into a fucking hundred. I'm gonna keep saying it until we reach a hundred, and then I don't have to say it anymore. It's kind of sad after that, I guess. Whatever.
Record a year of your fucking life. And see how that comes out. Mine's been pretty crazy, dude. I got people coming in and out, man. I'm like... <laughs> always fucking doing something. Meeting somebody. I do encourage you to make your own fucking show, that's for sure. I know. Wow. Don't even listen to this. Alright. <laughs> so if you're looking for a warm line and it's not an emergency and you don't need a fucking suicide fucking hotline. If you live in those fucking 13 states, you're probably not going to find it. Good luck trying to fucking find a friend in this shit. I guess they were kind of hoping you were be antisocial by this point. <laughs> Definitely, uh... Later, dudes. You've been listening to Radamir MD GED Underground Parking Therapy. <laughs> <laughs>